Welcome everybody to another episode of the We Are You podcast, a fairly positive look at movies, music, pop culture, and more. I am your host, Joshua Jimmy, affectionately known as JJ, and I'm joined always by my co-host, the WB himself, Wills Brunson. Wills, how are you today? Amazing. Ready to do a second episode. This is exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Episode number two, uh, if you are, uh, if you've listened to episode one, thank you. Thank you very much. Big, big shout out. We are, um, we are now available on pretty much everywhere you can listen to a podcast. We just, I just got an email uh, Friday that we're on Apple Podcasts now. Ooh. Yeah. And That's actually. Fancy. That's good. And this is cool. So when we, uh, our first um, folks were Spotify. Yep. And then we like went to go find our podcast. Couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find it. So anywhere we had to rely on the link uh, that you can find on our Twitter page and uh, on our personal Facebook pages. Um, but in Apple Podcasts, I did a search for "We Are You," and uh, and we came right up. Uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, well, nice. I wouldn't say right up. We're not like the first one, but we're we're in the list. Uh, well, so that's you can find start. us. Yeah, okay, you can yeah. find us. Okay. You know? yeah. So, uh, but speaking of that, um, while we're talking about it, so we don't have to come back to it later, if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, um, you would do us a huge, huge service if you could hit pause and then just go hit that five star and leave a small rating. Yes. Um, doesn't really matter what you say, um, as long as it's five stars. Fairly positive. And as long as you're fairly positive. Fairly positive. <laughs> so, um, help us out. It would be a huge, huge help. If you would do that for us uh, at some point today to go over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe. And here's the deal. I don't, we don't even care if you listen, but if you download it every day or every week when it comes out, psh, we'll take that. Exactly. And leave a yeah. review. You don't even have to listen to this. Look yeah. at that. Um, so if you could go over there and do that for us, that'd be great. Wills, um, uh, we were doing some show notes. I want to talk about some funny stories and whatnot. And, and you said something about Lincoln's bedtime secret. So what's this oh, all about? What's going okay. on? Okay, so if you know my kids, they play all the time, especially my boys. It's all they want to do. And they're really big right now into uh, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. So, of course, it's fighting a lot. And who do they want to fight all the time? Me. So I'm the bad guy every single day in this scenario. And I found this past week that it's very difficult to take a child out of play mode Um because they don't leave that reality when you're ready to leave the reality. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting them ready for bed. And of course, they're watching Ninja Turtles on TV and they're playing around. And I'm like, all right, guys, it's time to settle down. Let's stop fighting. Let's get in bed. Get their PJs on. Everything's good to go. And Lincoln says, hey, Dad, can I have some chocolate milk? I'm like, no, buddy. I don't need you wet in the bed. Like, we're <laughs> going to avoid that. Nothing. Can I have some gummy bears? Nobody, we're not gonna do any gummy bears. How about some Cheez Its? No Cheez Its, no gummy bears, no chocolate milk. Time to go to bed. And as I'm turning the lights off and everything and about to shut the door, he goes, Daddy, I got a secret to tell you. I'm like, All right, buddy, what is <laughs> yes. it? He kind of motions for me to come close. I'm like, All right, so what, what's the secret? Come closer, come closer. So I'm like right up in his face right now. Yeah. And he grabs me by the shirt and he goes, If you don't give me some chocolate milk and some gummy bears, I'm gonna knock you out. <laughs> Needless to say, he got some chocolate milk. I went ahead and supplied him with that. We had no gummy bears in the house, so I had to suffice with Cheez-Its. Um, but he went to bed happy, and I saved my life. Night, so. <laughs> no, nothing more scary than a child looking you in the face and saying, 
do you want to die today? Dead eye, like <laughs> no smile, nothing. Grab me. If you don't give me some chocolate milk and some gummy bears, I'm going to knock you out. Oh, man, so. I love it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, well, listen, I actually have a funny story as well. Um, this this weekend has been uh, absolutely insane, like in a good way, insane. Yeah. But the past like 72 hours, um, I, I've been I had two weddings this weekend. Oh, so we had a officiating. Re- no, 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 no. Um, I so we went to a, I went to a rehearsal dinner on Thursday uh, for a wedding on Friday that I was singing at. So yeah. I got to sing at this wedding and uh, just one song just right before the bride came in. Um, and got to do that. Well, it was a lot of fun. Um, but I got down to the venue a little after two thirty. Um, uh, we didn't, I didn't leave the venue until probably 11, uh, in St. Augustine. Wow. Yeah. So <clears throat> it made for a long day. Like, again, it was super fun, lots of fun. And then, uh, last night, um, my girlfriend had a friend who, uh, was getting married. So I went with her to that one. It was downtown, like at Riverside area. And, um, uh, and we were, I think, I think we got back. I got back home at like 10:30, 10:45. Wow. And then church this morning, we're recording a podcast today is Sunday, February 2nd. February 2nd? No, no. That was last Sunday. It's definitely the ninth. It's definitely the ninth today. So, um that that's what that's what what's what happens. That's the week. You yeah. know, that's what yeah. happens. So anyway, so I got these weddings and I'm like, man, I, I want to look fly. I'm going to go get a yeah. haircut. And um and I was talking with uh, my sisters, your wife, and um, they were like, you need to like upgrade, like no super cuts, no hair cuttery. <laughs> you need to go to a barber and get your haircut actually cut like a man, like quit, quit acting like a child, which I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize there was, you know, the barber equaled manhood, but it does. It, it apparently, does. apparently. Yeah. So there's one barber close to my house. Um, I, I got home. I took a quick shower, got ready um, and then went. Uh, by the time I got there, though, it was like, I don't know, like 640. Yeah. Because uh, I just figured, you know, they're open till eight or nine. No, they're open till seven. So <laughs> I'm the Jamoke, right? I'm the Jamoke that walks in 10 minutes before closing. I was like, I want a haircut. Yeah. So uh, so uh, my sister, your wife, she sent me a, a picture of something that would be cool. I agreed. This will look cool. But, you know, you're sitting there waiting for the... She picked out your haircut, too? She, she did. Is that for you as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I asked for it. You know, oh, okay. it wasn't involuntary. I don't ask. It yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, so I sit down, right? And I, I don't, I don't want to take my phone out and be like, hey, man, can you make my hair look like this? Yeah. Because I, yeah. I would feel like a child. So yeah. then, instead of doing that, I try to describe this haircut, right? <laughs> Without knowing anything about hair, like, cause again, I'm a child and, and I go to the, the, the great clips down the street and I'm like, Oh, I want a number two and I layered up and then, you know, scissor cut. But this was more I complicated want the picture on the wall, please. Right. Yeah. This is more complicated <laughs> than that. So I, I told him what I was looking for, you know, I want to fade. Uh, and then I want like a hard line. I'm gonna part the hair, do all this jazz. And he says, okay, okay, okay. And, and he was confident. Yeah. And then I was confident That's and, good. and he's a barber. Yeah. So this is supposed to be a step up, right? Right. right. So, uh, so I was like, listen, never fe- don't don't worry about it because what's going to happen is he's gonna uh, you're gonna sit in the chair, they're gonna put the little thing around you, they're gonna turn you around, look at the mirror, and if he starts cutting places that you don't want to be cut, just whoa, stop the train, yeah. you know, trying to get yeah. his attention and whatnot. So anyway, so I sit in the chair, they throw the thing around me, and um, he doesn't turn me around to face the mirror the whole time, the entire time. So you're flying blind. I have all I know is hair is going to the ground. 
which I expect. Oh, no. But I don't know what's happening. Oh, no. So he gets like 90% of the way done. And he, he turns me around and I have like a mini freak out because I'm like, this isn't, this isn't the picture. And he was like, so I got your hard line and I got your fade. What do you think, man? And I was like, this looks good. I mean, I'm not a chia pet. I can't grow it back. So what's a good dude for me to, to start complaining about this? And so um, I said, looks good, man. And so I wore a hat for three days struggling with my Did he actually confidence. do a fade or did he just literally fade all your hair off? <laughs> he did a fade, but it is really short. It is really short. Uh, I actually do think I got over it and I do think it looks fine. Um, in fact, if you want to go check it out, follow me on Instagram, JJ underscore Ness, uh, putting some pictures up from this weekend later tonight. You can uh, let me know if you like it or not. But, uh, uh, and, and he is a nice guy, super nice guy, really relatable. Talked to me about the weddings. Did you tip in. even with the bad? Oh, haircut? for sure. Okay. For sure. And, okay. and then I was like, I never know how much to tip with haircuts, you know? It's um, not like a restaurant. Right. No, like, you can't do percentage. 10% or 15% yeah. or 20%. So, uh, so I, the haircut was 20. I tipped $6 as probably oh, excessive, that's yeah. but, um, but it, they're a barber cut above, you know, so I don't know. Um, so anyway, I, that was just a fun story for me to, and to my first barber experience. Um, and, uh, uh, Maybe maybe I go back, but probably. I was about not. to say you're gonna go back. I'm hitting up great clips. Again. I might just hit up great clips, but right. you know we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, what the future holds. But, Manhood um, may not be for you right now. No, it might not. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, well, listen. Let, let's uh, let's tell our listeners how the show works. Um, uh, we talk about movies. We talk about music. We talk about pop pop culture. We try to do it in a fairly positive way. Not not saying that we won't ever go negative, or not saying that we won't bring some negative things to light. Um, but we do want to try to be pretty educated on what we're talking about. We do want to try to be fairly positive, not super positive, but fairly positive as we talk about some things. Uh, and then all these things are subjective, movies, music, how we talk about the news. It's all subjective. Uh, just because we don't have the same opinion as you doesn't mean you have to hate us. It just means we have a different opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I may really hate something that you really like. Right. I'm okay being right. So. <laughs> So it doesn't bother right. me. And then we want to know what what your opinions are too. Like this, like so feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Uh, follow us at we are you pod, um, all spelt out. Um, or send us an email at our Gmail account, which is the same as our Twitter handle, we are you pod, all spelt out for you, um, at gmail.com. We'd love to know your opinion. If you strongly disagree with something that we're saying, maybe you could sway our minds with a point that you bring up. Yeah. Well, I'd love the show to be eventually 50 50 where we're not driving the talking points the whole time, but we're also feeding off of what you guys have to say and what y'all think y'all give us the talking points on what we need to be discussing on here. And let's go back and forth and, you know, we'll discuss everything you guys want to talk about. Yeah. Help us produce the show. We would, we would really appreciate it. And then also we release our show every week, Monday morning, eight o'clock. Uh, so we're recording this on a Sunday. We'll throw this up tonight, and uh, and then it'll get out to you tomorrow morning. And so you can listen along with us throughout the week. And then as you listen, interact with us on social media and Twitter, and, and uh, um, come follow us um, on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll plug all that stuff later. But um, listen, today's episode, uh, we're going to really focus on uh, the Super Bowl, which happened last, last Sunday. Yep. Uh, a week ago today, the Kansas City Chiefs raised the Lombardi Trophy. And uh, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> if you didn't know that, now you do and you're welcome. Uh, hey, and our prediction was correct. And it was. If you roll back the tape and listen to episode one, we yeah. both said go Chiefs. 
and uh, and we were uh, we were true to form there, and, and and it did come to pass. So we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about that uh, later on in the show. Uh, so if you're looking for that right off the top, that's the, the, the title of our show is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, if you're looking for that, um, you can fast forward if you really want to um, to the end of the show where we get to our pop culture segment uh, because we've got some other things to do here um, this uh, this afternoon as we record. I saw some movies this week, man. Did you I, see them in theaters? I saw um, so I saw Birds of Prey in okay. in theaters this yep. week. I saw Terminator Dark Fate. I rented it Monday night uh, from uh, from Apple, uh, and then two weeks ago I saw Just Mercy. Um, uh, uh, but we didn't we didn't have time to talk about it last yeah. week. So, yeah. So uh, I figured we would push it off till this week. So I'm just gonna talk about a couple of these movies real quick that I saw. I know you saw one this week too uh, that I, I would love to get your take on. Uh, I saw a couple. I, yeah. I really okay. tried this week to watch. I didn't go to the theaters, but I rented them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a little older, but I tried like to watch some of these movies because I was like, I got to get into it at some point. I got to talk about them. Right. So we'll get into that. I want to hear your reviews first, though. Yeah, perfect. Let's do it. So um, the, the first movie I saw a couple weeks ago was uh, was Just Mercy. It came out Christmas Day uh, last year, 2019. Um, it's actually still in theaters. So if you want to go see it in theaters, you can still go see this. Um, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 68% Metacritic, um, directed by uh, Destin Daniel Creighton, who's also working on uh, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which is a Marvel movie that's coming out uh, next year. Um, so I didn't know that until I actually looked that up today because I didn't know who this director was. Um, but after watching this movie, knowing that he's going to direct a Marvel movie, I'm actually pretty excited. It's a, it's a pretty character-driven movie, and I, I like superhero movies that yeah. are character driven yeah. and then have all the action stuff to supplement it all. Um, anyway, it stars uh, Jamie Foxx who, by the way, um, Jamie Foxx's performance in this is great. It is really, really good. It's, it's something to watch uh, what he does. Have you in seen him role. in a movie where he's not good? Um, there, there was a movie that came out that I don't think I finished and I like, I was watching it on one of the movie channels uh, that he was in that I forget the name because it was forgettable. Huh. So, um, but he is a good actor, but I guess that left a bad taste in my mouth and I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So this one really, really popped for me. Michael B. Jordan is in this. Uh, Brie Larson is in this. Um, it, it made $33 million domestically or so far it has. Um, and uh, it's really about um, this Harvard graduate, Brian, uh, played by Michael B. Jordan, who um, leaves Harvard, graduates from Harvard, moves to Alabama, and he is working to um, help prisoners who uh, didn't get a fair fair shot. And this is based on a true story in the late 80s. Um, and, and again, I guess I grew up in a bubble, I guess, because I guess racism was still a huge thing here in the South, uh, or especially in Alabama, back in the late 80s, which I didn't, I didn't really realize that. Yeah. I thought we had kind of come and gone past that point. But, um, but they, they arrest Jamie Lee Fox, or Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx's character, um, Walter, um, for a crime he didn't commit. They make that very clear right in the beginning of the movie. Didn't commit the crime. Uh, and they sentence him to death row. They do all these cr- this crazy stunts to get him on a death row. And um, <clears throat> Michael B. Jordan's character, Brian, comes in and is going to defend him and is going to get him out. And it's that story of how that all happened. Like, how did it work? How did he, what were the things that he was up against? And 
um, it was really, for me, it was really eye-opening to see um, what he was up against, where he had documentation, uh, audio evidence, all kinds of evidence supporting him, and they still weren't going to retry the case, yeah. weren't going to rehear it. And, um, and he, he kept pushing, kept persevering, kept fighting. Um, and so, um, but really, really great movie to, to watch. Um, so the, the way that I review movies is I, I give movies a, an A, B, C, D, or F, and I don't do any pluses and I don't do any minuses because that gets gray. Um, hardly any movie is going to get an A. Maybe one or two movies a year, three movies a year get an A. Yeah, you're hard. Um, so yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and, uh, and, so, um, and then I made this whole spreadsheet uh, like to help me think through kind of how I could grade it. So like, is it rewatchable? Is it memorable? Like, did I really enjoy the movie leaving it? Um, was it really predictable? Then I kind of score it and come out with a score. So this one, after I did all my scoring came out to a C. Um, but it's really good. And I do think people should watch this. You have your own <clears throat> scoring spreadsheet. I sure enough do. Yeah, I do. I went hard. I went hardcore. I was about to say, I went hardcore. That's <laughs> so, impressive though. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and listen again, um, how I feel about this movie right this second could change five years from now. But, uh, but right now I I'm giving it a C, but I, I do think you should see this movie. I don't think it's something you have to see in the theaters. Uh, there's nothing that enhanced the movie by seeing it on a big screen. Um, but it is a really interesting story. There are, um, there are great performances in this. Um, and, and it's just a, it's a really enjoyable movie. Um, even though it's kind of frustrating to see that it, it was so hard to do the right thing, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's my review for just mercy. I do think people should see it. If you, uh, if you've got the extra money, if you got the extra time, go see it in theaters. It's still playing in theaters. If not, um, rent it when it comes out on Apple or on Redbox uh, because it is worth a watch. It really is very, very good. Um, but then this week, on Friday, I went to go see Birds of Prey. Um, Birds of Prey, which is a DC movie, um, rated R, action, action adventure and crime, released February 7th, 2020. Um, it, it's got a, right now it's got an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, 60% Metacritic. Um, directed by Kathy Yan, which is, uh, this is her first ever big budget film. It's already grossed $33 million domestically wow. in just a couple of days, starring Margot Robbie, Ewan McGregor, and more. Um, you were pretty excited about this one. I was excited about it. This was, this was on my most anticipated movies list uh, that we did our, our last episode. Does it remain on your, your list now of best movies of 2020? It does not. It will not make that list. Uh, so um, it does not make that list. Here's the thing. Um, it, it earned a D from me. Um, Whoa. yeah. So, um, if it earns an F, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, like, uh, Terminator dark fate. I watched that. It earned an F. So I'm not going to, so we're not going to talk. About I'm not going to review it. Okay. No, right. <laughs> no. But, um, uh, and so, uh, this one earned a D, but there were, there's a couple of good things to say about it. And that's what I'm going to focus on. Yeah. Um, the action sequences in this movie are unreal. Some of like some of the choreography and some of the things they're doing as far as like fighting styles and stuff is really, really fun to watch. So is it worth seeing the movie just for the, the fighting scenes? If you enjoy that, yes. Okay. It, like, here's the deal. With this movie, um, be careful. It does earn its R rating. 
Okay. Um, so lots of language, not for kids, or it is for kids. If that's your thing, it wouldn't be for my kids, no. you know? Uh, no. So uh, lots of language, lots of violence. Um, uh, um, all that stuff is in there. So it earns that R rating. Sometimes I feel like the language is forced. Like Ewan McGregor's character, Black Mask, um, he he just just drops F-bombs like for no reason. <laughs> just to drop them. Just to do it. Yeah. Like I feel like they're like, It'd be really cool if you said it over and over and over again. And he was like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and so, um, but, um, but like I was saying, the action sequence in this are really, really great. Um, you should see this in theaters because it was enhanced. Seeing it on the big screen, yeah. those, those, there was at least three different action set pieces that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and it would be the only reason I would rewatch. I don't think I'd rewatch this movie like as a whole, but I may go to those scenes and rewatch those scenes. I thought they were really, really, really great. Um, and, uh, and then you don't have to know anything going into this. Like it's not a superhero. It's movie. not a sequel. No, no. Okay. Um, like if you watch suicide squad there, there's some stuff that you know, but they kind of go through the whole thing for you. Okay, got it. Um, so like in the beginning of the movie, they kind of explain w where Harley Quinn's at and her relationship with Joker is a big piece of what kicks off the entire movie. Um, and so, um, so yeah. So I would say, listen, if you like action adventure, if you like watching fight scenes, go see this in theaters. If you're hoping that this connects to some DC universe or something or other, it doesn't, so you don't need to go see it because it connects in a big way some way. Um, or if you're going to it for story, you don't have to go because the story is all over the place. That was my next question. How's the plot? I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's just not great, you know? Um, it's kind of right there in the middle, um, which is why it earns that D grade for, for me. It just, it just wasn't very memorable. You know, I didn't fully enjoy um, the entirety of the movie. Um, so... Uh, but, uh, you should go see it, check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, if you do see it, or if you have seen it, uh, let us know, go to our, our Twitter or shoot us up on Gmail. Let us know what you're thinking about birds of prey. Um, would love to know if you agree with the critics who, who right now love this movie. Um, and, and the $33 million this made is pretty impressive opening weekend for this yeah. movie. Um, and so if you, if you do like it, let us know why you like it. And, um, uh, and so those, those are the two movies I'll review today. Uh, like I said, I saw Dark Fate, but um, it, it wasn't that great for me. And so um, uh, that's one I will just be fairly positive on by saying I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was able to watch a couple of movies uh, this past week. The one that I'll actually talk about because there's a couple I won't discuss kind of like you. Yeah. Like I finally watched Godzilla. Okay. I, don't, I didn't make it through it. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't even make it to where all the Titans come alive or whatever. Like it just, it was so extreme far fetched for me that I was like, I can't, I really can't. And the acting was a little overdone. Um, so I was like, eh, let's watch something else. Um, so I flipped over and I watched finally, uh, I know I'm in the minority here. Everybody else has already seen this, uh, Spider-Man far from home. Yes. Yes. And I liked it. I thought it was a really, really good, uh, in between movie. Yeah. Really, really good. I like yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Anything that guy's in, really, I like. Um, so I really liked his character. I liked their take on Mysterio. I was Because I had wondered before this one came out, how are they going to do him? Like, what's his character going to be? And I really liked that it was done this way. Uh, it's all an illusion. Right. 
I loved it. I right. thought it was a really, really yeah. good take on it. So uh, watch that one. And then um, the other movie that I, I got into, started watching, like I'm a really big horror fan. Yeah. So I started watching, it's a little older, uh, The Last Exorcist. Okay. And it was the night that we had the really big storm here and the power went out. And let's just say <laughs> I was not bummed when the power went out because this movie, don't watch this movie. It was not good. No. If you're a horror fan, this is not the Exorcist okay. movie for you. Okay. Um, so I was pretty happy that the power went out and the movie stopped. So Let me ask you about Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Uh, without giving away spoilers, although it came out in July of last year, so you probably should have saw it already. But, yeah. Um, I was did, you, did you like the end of the movie? The, yeah. the the twist at the end yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. thought it was good yeah me too me too yeah. i i was i was i was stoked about that i went back you told me that you'd watched it so i went back and keyed in it in my metrics and to see what i would have scored it and it got a b score for me yeah i was gonna say a b yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah it got a b score for me and and, it, and really it was super close to an a like it was it was only like a percentage point away from getting an a and um i i really liked a lot of things about it um I like I like the twist with Jake Gyllenhaal's character. I thought that yep. was I thought that was well done. Um, I like the things with Happy Hogan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everything that he did, and and I like it was a really good prologue to Endgame. Yeah. And to the the Infinity Saga, to kind of put a bow on some things and get us ready for the next phase of Marvel. Yeah. So uh, I agree with you there. Um, oh, so you uh, you sent me? No, you called me. You called me this week and said, "Listen, Josh, I got I got a great idea for uh, for something that we got to do in our show." And oh uh, yeah, we are calling these mind blowing tidbits. Yeah, mind blowing tidbits, and uh, and we're gonna try to sneak these in. We're gonna try to have two for you every week. Some mind blowing tidbits that um, maybe things that you knew, maybe things that you didn't know, but we didn't know them. And they blew our mind when we read about them. Yeah. So why don't you tell us what, what our first tidbit of the day is? All right. So the first one, I think this is the one I called you about because it, it, it shook me when I found this out. So when you think everybody has, okay, everybody has an inner monologue. It's really your own voice talking in your head, or at least I do. Me too. Me too. So I can be, I can be thinking something. It's in my voice, full sentences. I found out today that's not the case for everyone. Not everybody can think in full sentences in their own voice. And it, it blew my mind. I don't know how they think. Apparently it blew up on Twitter. This guy discovered it and tweeted it out. And the responses that he got are crazy. Some people think in shapes. What? Some people think in pictures. Some people can't think in pictures. Some people think in half sentences, like word fragments. It blew my mind that there are people out there that don't have an inner monologue, can't think in pictures. So I, you know, it was just, it was, yeah, that's listen, trippy for me. Listen, hit us up on Twitter um, right now. Stop what you're, stop listening to this and go hit us up on Twitter and let us know, do you have an inner monologue and is it your voice? Let us know what, what goes on in your brain because the the thing is, we only know what we experience until someone else yeah. tells us what they experience. Yeah. And we would, I would love to know uh, if if you cannot think in full sentences in your own voice in your head. If you think in pictures and shapes, please reach out to us yes. and let me know because I need to know how that works. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to talk to you at some point. Absolutely. So I don't know whether we set up a Skype call or whether we, we figure out a way to get you recorded. And we would love to talk to you yes. about – because this is mind-blowing. Yeah. It's absolutely mind-blowing. But in the same breath, though – 
it kind of makes sense. Like we're all super different. You know, we're all just a bunch of jamokes thinking yeah. about shapes and, and fragments and, in you know, Al Pacino's voice yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. this different stuff. That's wild. That's wild. All right. Well, listen, we, uh, that's our mind blowing tidbit. Number one, I'm going to do what's called a tease in the industry and say that mind blowing tidbit. Number two is coming up in just a couple of minutes. All right. So, all right. uh, don't, don't stop listening unless you're tweeting at us. Uh, don't stop listening and, uh, and, and check out what our mind blowing tidbit. Number two is a little bit later on in the show. Okay. Well, listen, last week, our main topic, 2020 movie releases that we're really excited about, Took up 48 minutes of our show. Yeah. And so we didn't get to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, and so today we got a more balanced, more rounded show today. We finished our movie category, talking about things that we've seen and reviewing some different things. Um, and we're going to go right into our music uh, category. And what I thought would be a, a good exercise for us, and it, well, it was for me. Yeah, it definitely uh, was for me. Um, and to give our uh, listeners kind of a, a, a understanding of what our tastes are in music. Um, I, fi- I, I came up with the question, if you could only listen to five either artists or groups, not, not or, but artists and groups, so five uh, musicians for the rest of your life, not listening to anything else, nothing new, what are the five groups slash artists that would make your top five list? And again, listen, to be honest with you, in a year this could change. You know, tomorrow this could change. Yeah. But right now, <laughs> on, uh, on February 9th, this is these are the the artists slash groups that we have chosen that if we couldn't listen to anything else, we would listen to these folks. Wills, who made your top five? Coming in at number one, the Beatles. You know that that actually makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I don't understand that. I know, um, but it's basically because of how I was raised. I didn't come to the Beatles in, until like five or six years ago. Um, and then I was like, they sing that, they sing that, they sing that. Yeah. And then it's like, wow, they sing all these songs. They must've been really good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You realize, you know, how much they did. Uh, and then you start doing some research on the Beatles and you, and you see how influential they were to music in general Oh yeah. and to groups in general, you know, music, pop culture in general. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. The British invasion. That was, that was them, man. Yeah. That, that, that changed like American culture at that time. Yeah. It was, it was massive. So that, that's number one for me. Yeah. So, uh, what's your number one? Uh, so I didn't, I didn't come up with like number ones, but the first one on my list, well, I didn't either, but the Beatles are always going to be number one for me no matter what. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't have one like that. I don't, I don't think I have one like that. Okay. So, right. but I'll say the first one that the first group that came to my mind, um, was the group DC talk. Okay. Um, so uh, as a Christian group, uh, they were. Uh, it was such an awesome blend of uh, rock, hip hop, a uh, little bit of pop in there too, a little bit of a uh, um, uh, little bit of rapping in there. Three guys, um, just super talented. They threw out a couple of albums, and um, I, I rem- That's. I, it just hit me at the right age. Yeah. You know, I was. Yeah. Uh, the first album that I remember came out like 93 or something like that. And, and so I was five or six years old and I, I love it. I will go back and listen to that stuff all the time. Um, two of those guys are still big in the Christian music world. Toby Mac, obviously, who's big in the uh, Christian music world. And then um, the lead singer for Newsboys, um, whose name uh, is escaping me now. I think it's Michael Tate. Um, uh, he was part of that group as well. And so 
they're just super talented guys. Um, I love the message behind the songs. I love the um, the blend of that R and B, hip hop, rock type of feel all into one. And and really, we talk about the Beatles being revolutionary to music. Um, DC Talk was revolutionary to Christian music. Yeah, yeah. Because before them, it was all like hymns and Southern gospel, and uh, no one was really no the one Gaithers. really yeah no one really yeah. popped as far as like a, a rock group yeah. out of the Christian culture, and that that. Um, really pushed groups to come out uh, that are still around today. Um, I remember like Third Day, Newsboys, Audio Adrenaline. All those guys have uh, uh, probably a lot to to say thank you for for DC Talk. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who else is on your list of five there? Uh, next would probably be ACDC. I'm a big 80s guy. I'm a big blues guy. So you okay. combine like blues, rock, Angus Young, Malcolm Young. Those guys do it for me. Yeah. Um, if I'm just wanting to drive down the road and jam out, it's going to be to ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you, can you tell me some ACDC songs? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll know what they are. Are you serious? I, yeah. I'm trying to think like, I like ACDC is not something that is, uh, on any of my rotations at all. Okay. Um, you're a big Iron Man fan, right? I am a big Iron Man fan. Yeah. Shoot the thrill theme okay. song for Iron Man. That's okay. ACDC. Okay. Okay. Um, Back in Black. Yep, that's their number one top song uh, in uh, Apple Music. Yep. Thunderstruck. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, the TNT, TNT. Yeah. yeah. Dino. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I do know some of this stuff then, um, uh, just from my my limited knowledge of music here. But um, but it's yeah, expanding as we talk. It is. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have much to say about ACDC just because I don't I don't know a ton of their music, but. Um, but obviously, I know some of it. Yeah. So they had to yeah. have been sort of influential, right? Mm, well, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with sort of. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the next guy on my list actually makes your list. So yes. Let's talk about him. Um, this is the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Mr. John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer makes both of our lists. The only thing that we had in common on our list, um, uh, I first heard John Mayer on an episode of House. <laughs> um, uh, TV show. Uh, I think that may be where I first heard him. <laughs> no way. Um, I remember his gravity and I remember yep. it was the end of an episode and Dr. House was in his office and gravity started playing. I was like, dude, what is this? Yeah. This guy can play the guitar and, and it took, sing. yeah, and he looks good. Yeah. So, I mean, it took me down a John Mayer rabbit hole and I went back through his whole catalog, uh, catalog, uh, all throughout his albums. Um, and, uh, uh, I think, think room for squares is, is probably my favorite um continuum is also really yeah, great continuum. um it's really really good um uh but I, I like more acoustic stuff which is why i like room for squares um a lot but man can shred on electric guitar yeah like nobody's business yeah and you were talking about the blues thing with acdc oh he's really heavily stevie ray yes influenced jimmy hendrix influenced yeah 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 so uh love it all Anytime he drops something new, anytime he's um, uh, on a track with someone featured, um, I try to listen to the song because uh, he, he's awesome. He, yeah. he's, he does a great job. So um, let's see here. Who's next on your list? Next up is going to be uh, the Foo Fighters. So I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan, have been ever since Nirvana. Um, and then 
it just kind of evolved into the Foo Fighters, man. My kids are obsessed with the Foo Fighters because I listen to them so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, if it's time to go to bed, I'll put on The Pretender and Levi just, I mean, he'll just lay there and listen to it. Yeah. So it, it definitely helps me out in those situations. But yeah, I am a huge, huge Foo Fighters fan. Um, the only, I'm looking at some stuff here on Apple iTunes, and the only one that um, sticks out to me from the Foo Fighters. Uh, which I'm sure I know more than this, but it's their number one top song. Uh, can you guess what it is? All My Life? Nope. Uh, that uh, That's not in their top six. It's Everlong. Oh, uh, yeah. Everlong. Okay. okay. And so, uh, and the only reason I know that song is because in college, um, Rock Band had come out, and that was a feature yep. track on yep. Rock Band, and that's, Rock Band opened my, my mind to all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so, they were on that, um, and, uh, there's a group that I listened to Boyce Avenue. They almost made this list. Uh, they cover that song ever long. And so that's, that's all I really know about Foo Fighters. Uh, but I do like their sound. I think it is, I think it's a unique sound. Um, and I might have to go back and check out some of that catalog. Um, next, uh, next guy on my list is probably someone that no one has ever heard of before. And that's okay with it. Um, he is one of my favorites all time. Uh, he's not doing anything anymore. In fact, uh, he hasn't done uh, a record since 2012. He only did three, uh, let's call it four, uh, four records uh, while he was playing music. His name was Warren Barfield. Warren Barfield. He's a yep. Christian artist. I've never heard of this guy. Um, yeah. Um, and and, and I, I'd be fine if no one had ever heard of him. I have heard of him, and he is awesome. I, I, love, um, I love his writing style. Um, I love, uh, he has that acoustic flavor that I really, really like, um, in a couple of his, uh, songs, he does have those, uh, really bluesy, um, electric guitar solos that are really good. Um, and, and, and then again, like for me, it's the message behind some of these songs uh, that I really like. And so, um, uh, go check him out on iTunes, uh, see what you think. Let us know what you think about Warren Barfield. Um, he's got three albums on on Apple Music is what I'm looking at now. There's a fourth one that I own uh, that is uh, was his debut album that's also really good, but does not look like it's available on Apple Music. But um, who uh, who rounds out your uh, actually? Since we talked about four of yours, let me let me talk about another one here. Yeah. And this is uh, this is a group that I have uh, I have seen them more in concert than I have seen any other group or any other artist, and that's Twenty One Pilots. Yep. Um, I'm a big, big fan of 21 Pilots. A friend of mine uh, turned me on to these guys a couple of years ago, um, and uh, and I started the journey uh, when they were doing their Blurry Face album in 2015. So a couple of years after that, um, I went to a concert and saw uh, them. Uh, I went to South Carolina and saw saw them there. Saw them when they came here to Jacksonville. We went to Tampa and saw them. So seen these guys a bunch. Um, the thing that I really like about 21 Pilots is their creativity. Yeah, um, yeah. The the lead singer, um, his name is Tyler, and he, especially in this past album, Trench, he created a world in his brain and then sang about it. And then there was all this like uh, additional like resources that you could go to and put things together. So it wasn't just cool. the album. Yeah, that's cool. It was a website, and then there were memoirs, and there was this, and there was that, because he'd created this whole world that he gets to sing about. And so that's you get cool. to learn about this world, and then the music videos weaving together, uh, playing off of one each uh, one of each other, and and um, 
just really, really great. Like a lot of the lyrics sometimes go over my head and I got to kind of think about them, but they deal a lot with, uh, with depression and mental health and things of that nature. But they're a rock group. They're a punk group. They're a hip hop group that, I mean, again, I like groups that are all over the place and it's not just the same thing over and over and over and over again. And they are all over the place and I love it. I will say they're not my cup of tea, but I can definitely appreciate how creative these guys are. I mean, my kids love them. My wife loves them. So uh, yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah. So who who rounds out your list of uh, top five here of uh, groups slash artists that you, um, if you could only listen to them for the rest of your life, you'd be okay? Uh, so my last one is definitely going to have to be, and if anybody knows me, they should have known that he was going to appear on here at some point, Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 I mean, he wrote Thriller. Yes, he did. So Yes, he did. That's really all I have to say. He wrote Thriller. <laughs> um, I didn't get into Michael Jackson for a long time either, and, th- and now I'm conflicted about... <laughs> about whether or not to support, whether or not to listen. Or, really? Yeah. With all this with all this stuff that's come out about about him that like HBO I think did a whole documentary series on him and and uh and and like people came forward talking about their experiences with Michael Jackson and how they were abused and all these different things and um and typically my response is separate the art from the man. Yeah. That's my typical response. But listening to some of these stories and listening to some of those other things, it's like, man, that, that was pretty despicable, you know. Uh, but you cannot deny the man's talent. You cannot de- deny the, the, what he did for pop in general yeah. and what he did for music in general. So putting aside all the crazy stuff about his life in general, uh, I mean, uh, Billie Jean beat it. Um, uh, Man in the Mirror, like Thriller's not even in the top six, which is probably criminal. Um, yeah, because I think that's like, the big one that I know. Um, but all these different songs that he did, that man, um, you could turn on and you immediately know who it is, and you're excited about it. I feel like if you are an artist on any level and you can go and write a song with Paul McCartney, and it be a number one hit, you're pretty talented. Yeah, I mean that. And he did. Yeah. The girl is mine. So yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, a number one yeah. hit with a Beatle. So that's right. uh, that's impressive. It is impressive. It is impressive. And, and again, like I said, no one can deny his talent. You, we can yeah. talk about the other stuff till we're blue in the face, but you cannot deny the man's talent. So wherever you fall on that, um, still a talented dude. I mean, you got to think. So we were talking about this in the last episode when it, we were talking about Kobe. Um, so when he died, the day that he died, uh, the internet crashed worldwide yeah and yeah. it sent worldwide gdp down like two or three yeah. percent this guy affected yeah the world market that much just because people couldn't believe what was going on right so uh, this was i would have to say so in the 60s the beatles got a really bad rap because john came out and said we're more popular than god we're more popular right. than jesus right uh, I would have to say at that time he was probably right yeah. uh, because Beatles attendance was probably way up from church attendance. But you got to think at this time, Michael Jackson was probably the singular most popular person alive Yeah, for one reason or another music or his life in right. general. Right. This was like the most famous person alive. And I just find it crazy that somebody with that kind of influence that can affect the world like that did absolutely. Okay. I was going to say did absolutely nothing good, but this dude was all about charity. Um, did nothing with the gifts that God gave him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. That does make sense, yeah. 
Um, so wh- who's on your list? Hit us up on Twitter. Let yeah. us know. If, if you could only listen to five artists slash groups for the rest of your life, who would make your list? Who do we miss? Um, we missed my last one, I guess. I guess I jumped right over. Um, but um, the last one on my list is uh, their group called Shane and Shane. That would be um, number six on my list. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I love Shane and Shane. Uh, they can do no wrong for yeah. me. And they have a whole um, catalog of like covers and stuff yeah. that would, would hit my worship fix. So um, it was between them and Boyce Avenue. And they edged out Boyce Avenue a little bit in my brain. Um, but Boyce Avenue is an honorable mention on mine as well. But who made your list? Let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter. Um, hashtag make your list and hashtag we are you pod because uh, we do follow that as well. And uh, we'd love to see your list. Who did we miss? Who are we not thinking of? I was thinking about Taylor Swift, but I can go without Taylor Swift. Like I like Taylor Swift, but I can go without Taylor Swift. But she popped in my brain for a minute. I'm not going to lie to you. Are you for real? I'm, I'm dead serious with you. Right I'm going to be fairly positive with you for a moment. <laughs> If Taylor Swift was going to make your top yep, five. Yep. She, she was in the running for it. And then I was like, you know what? No, I could live without Taylor Swift. And so she, uh, she exited, but she was there. I thought for just a minute, but, yes. uh, uh, cause she makes a lot of people's list. I know that for sure. Um, my list. <laughs> so let us know who you're, who's on your list. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and then if you strongly disagree with us, let us know why we're wrong. Um, uh, we probably won't change our view, but we'd love to know that you, uh, yeah. you think that we're wrong. Yeah. So, uh, hey, just wanted to uh, really quickly um, uh, review an album that I was going to review last week and give some backstory about this. I'm excited about this. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I don't know, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe, a buddy of mine got me into Christian rap. Yeah. And, um, and I loved it, man. Uh, uh, Lecrae um, and Tripoli and uh, the 116 Click, lots of different guys. Um, and I loved it because um, of the substance and how they were able to – use the English language in a way that people don't usually use it. Yeah. It was just really cool. Uh, but then I took a break from it for a long time because it's kind of repetitive. It's kind of the same stuff over and over again. Um, and then, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, this guy turned me on to this guy named, uh, this rapper named NF, who is a, a Christian rapper, but he doesn't rap Christian lyrics. He just yeah. raps about his life. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he deals with depression and anxiety and, and all, and it just his messed up, he's got a messed up life. So he just raps about it. It's part of his therapy. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, and in fact, if you haven't listened to anything by NF, go, uh, check out his most recent album called search. It is really, really good. I don't listen to his first couple albums, but his most recent one is super super good and uh it's it that is in my rotation all the time yeah um but nf gets compared to eminem and uh all the time uh which that's good to be compared to but he's he's a white nf's a white guy from michigan and eminem's a white guy from michigan so uh, they kind of sort of sound alike a little bit so that's why they get compared to one another uh, but um, I remember listening to Eminem uh, behind my parents' back growing up, like oh, back with like the the uh, 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 Slim Shady, yeah. Um, uh, the whole "Please Stand Up." I remember that music yeah. video still. So, yeah. um, and then um, and then I didn't really listen to M a whole lot. Um, I did listen, uh, like I guess it was in high school, but I really enjoyed. Um, uh, Forgot about Dre. Was uh, that the same as song? Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, and then I didn't listen to him again until recently. Uh, he was a feature on a track that featured Haley Williams of Paramore. Yeah. Um, called Airplanes by B.O.B. And uh, and the passion that he does his verse with, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is great. 
Um, so still, again, like he he came out with an an, an album, and I would not have um, I would not have listened to it because uh, as much as I like rap, I'm not a huge fan of of the language and of some different stuff uh, that goes on, like some of the some of the different things themes that he brings up. It's not in my um, uh, it's not my album, but I or my rotation, but I did listen to his new album because of a guy that I watch on YouTube. Yeah. Um, a guy that I watch on YouTube, uh, you can follow his channel, the third earnest all spelt out the third earnest. Um, he does reaction videos and he was doing them for NF. And so I was just, ah, let's check out what this guy does. Yeah. And, uh, and it, they're not really reaction. He breaks them down. He listens to him, listens to the bar, explains the bar. If it go, if it's something that kind of goes over your head and, uh, and, and he's, he's really good. Like there's lots of reactors on YouTube that react to rap music. Yeah. Um, and you, sh- everyone that's listening to this, if you like rap music, you need to go check out the third earnest because he is spectacular. You can follow him on Twitter um, and let us let him know that we are you the we are you pod send send you over to him. But um, he was breaking down this new Eminem album, so I was like, okay, I really like how he breaks down the NF stuff. Let's see what Eminem has to offer. Yeah. And um, and it hooked me, and I was like, this is insane. What song? Um, I think he started out with Godzilla. Yeah. And uh, and that the last forty five seconds of that song are insane. Are absolutely insane. Uh, again. If you have a problem with language, don't listen to it. But if you don't have a problem with language, um, even if you don't like rap, you should go listen to the last 45 yeah. seconds of yeah. Godzilla uh, off of the uh, Music To Be Murdered By album by Eminem. I think um, I heard that he broke a world record with the last 45 seconds of that song. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to figure out how do you breathe. I, every time I listen to the song, I listen for the breath. Yeah. And I know I can't think as fast as this guy's talking. No. But I don't hear him taking a break at all. Neither do I. Yeah. I, I mean, and then I listen to some other people and they're like, I don't think he takes a breath. And again, like what they're able to do, like with technology and all that stuff, who knows? But it's still impressive. I think that's really him, though. I think that's what's most impressive is he's not really using technology yeah. for it. That really, he can do it. Yeah. And it, Which, a, if that's the case, yeah. hands like, Clap. Let's clap yeah. for Eminem because that, yeah. that is awesome. You need to go check that out. But I started listening to some of these things. And when you listen to the album, a lot of things kind of go over your head because of the, the way that Eminem raps. Yeah. He's a very smart, lyrical rapper. Yeah. Uh, but when I watched them with the third earnest, it was a great companion piece because we'd pause and he'd be like, did you guys catch that? And we'd go back and listen to it. And he'd explain it, break it down. Like, you're right. Yeah. Like, like just the way that he uses the pen um, with these double and triple entendres to to do all of this wordplay, um, like his the whole song. Actually, I think the first song I listened to was "Darkness," um, which is that's a crazy song too. Like I think that is. was like the second or third song I listened to, and I remember ending it thinking, uh, "Wow." Yeah, and the music video is crazy for that song too. Um, but um, but yeah, so he. He did. He 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 broke that down. There's some great imagery. There's some great like things that mean two different things um, in that song. And so, uh, but there's great features on the album as well. Again, this is not in my rotation because I I can't take the language and I can't like listen to that over and over again and and some of the crudeness over and over again. I yeah. can't. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I wanted to talk about it and review it is because it he's a genius. Oh, for sure. He's a, a musical lyrical genius. Yeah. And if we're going to talk about music and we're talking about like people that push music forward, 
This is a guy that does it. Yeah. This yeah. is a guy that's done it for a long time. He does it with every album that he comes out with. With every album. Yeah. And he talks about that in some of his raps. And and this is great. It's a 20-track album. Um, and and again, so if 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 you do, if you can't handle the language, if you can't handle the crudeness, do not listen to this album. Yeah. Um, but if you can, um, uh, give it a listen. If you have listened to it already, let us know what you think. Um, let us know what your favorite track is off the album. Um, I'm still trying to de- decide out of the ones that I've like really listened to a couple of times. Uh, what is my favorite? Um, I think uh, there's a, a song called uh, Marsh uh, or something like that. Marshall. Um, that I really like. Yeah. I don't see it on the album here. But um, but anyway, let us know what you think about that album. And, uh, and then also I just wanted to mention just real quick before we uh, uh, get into our pop culture stuff. Haley Williams dropped her EP for Pedals for Armor. And I don't know where I stand. I was really excited about uh, her track Simmer that she first came out with a couple weeks ago. And then um, I'm still trying to feel out this EP um, that she just dropped. But it's got five songs on it, five tracks on it. Um, I do like Cinnamon. I think that's a cool song um, off the the album there. Uh, But again, uh, if you're looking for something, uh, a female artist who, who she can sing, um, give her a try. Haley Williams, Pedals for Armor, number one, the EP, just released this past weekend. Let us know what your favorite track is off that little EP before her full-length album drops in the month of May. All right, I know you guys are waiting in anticipation on the edge of your seats. You're like, stop talking about music. We want to know what the no- what another mind-blowing tidbit is. We've been waiting. You uh, teased yeah. it. We want to know. Wills and I haven't talked about my mind-blowing tidbit. Um, and I found this actually right before we went uh, on air here and recorded. Um, did you know that golfers, uh, and mainly in Japan, but you can do this other places as well, um, can have hole-in-one insurance? What? Hole-in-one insurance. So I'm going to read this to you because this is fascinating to me. If you think that you take sports seriously, consider that an estimated 4 million golfers in Japan Make sure that they have hole-in-one insurance before they take a swing and have been doing so since, it, since the first such policy was offered in 1982. Amateur players pay a premium of $65 a year for $3,500 in coverage. The extra cash comes in handy if a golfer nails the impressive feat and is then expected to celebrate by paying for food, drinks, and gifts, which can cost <laughs> quite a bit. So I was like, this isn't real. And then I started digging down the hole. It is real. In fact, you can call right now, 1-800-827-2249 to get your your golf uh, hole-in-one insurance today from Hole-in-One International. That's insane. (laughs) This is absolutely insane. It blew my mind that as a golfer, you could take out hole-in-one insurance so that you can have cash to pay for other people celebrate your accomplishment. Oh my goodness. Cause what I'm thinking is if I get a hole in one, you're buying me a drink. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's kind of cocky to, to take out hole in one insurance. Like you have to think <laughs> that you're going to get the hole in one. You're going to need that money. I don't need hole in one. <laughs> I do not either. Ever. I've got a birdie once. Uh, in my time playing golf, uh, well, that impresses but, me, but never, never a hole in one and never will I, because, um, I, I don't play as often as I'd like to, but, um, yeah, I, I thought that was insane. $65 a year, $3,500 in coverage, um, almost makes me want to do it for a year just to see what happens. But 
Anyway, oh anyway, goodness. that's your mind blowing tidbit number two. Yeah. As we uh, as we wrap up our show today, talking about the Super Bowl, uh, we got I don't know 10, 15 minutes here left in the show to talk about the Super Bowl. And uh, before we get to anything, I did want to kind of go through the commercials. Yeah. Because um, yeah. last week we did mention the commercials. Yep. Because you were super excited about the Bill Murray commercial. And was not disappointed. That's good. Well, tell us about it. What did you think about I it? I was not disappointed. I thought it was perfect. I love Bill Murray's style of acting. Uh, in my mind, it's almost lazy. Like a lazy acting. Like his reactions are just kind of, they're kind of drawn out. But they are timed perfectly. He is like a timing master. Uh, so I love where he wakes up to the song. I love where he's going outside and it's that guy. It's Ned Ryerson. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when he's driving with this. Um, what's the animal? Uh, the, uh, the groundhog. The groundhog. That's yeah. right. So uh, I thought it was hilarious. And then at the end of it, he's like, I don't know where we're going. I was following you this whole time. They're just, <laughs> I thought it was the perfect commercial. It was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. It, it, it's lower on my list than it is on your list. But it was an enjoyable trailer. Do you know? Uh, do you know what it was promoting? The Jeep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did that with some of these commercials. I was like, I like the Jason Momoa commercial. What was he promoting? I don't know. What was he promoting? Um, I looked it up. It's Rocket Mortgage. Oh. Uh, yeah. So like, it's like some of that. Like, there were lots of big stars in these commercials. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like, um, like the average Joe was not in these commercials. Like Jimmy Fallon, Jason Momoa. Yep. You had. Um, Brian Cranston in a commercial. You had Jim from the office, John Krasinski. Um, and, uh, what's his face? Um, Captain America, uh, Chris Evans. Yep. Uh, they were in one. So you had all these, uh, these big names, Tom Brady. That one was hilarious. That was a good commercial. Too. Was I was so, hooked when he started talking. Like, I was like, please, please be done. Please be, be done. Please be yeah. done. Please be done. I was like, and this is it. This, this is what a way to announce it. What a wonderful switch to Hulu. Yeah. And they're, that was a very well thought out commercial by yeah, Hulu. Yeah, uh, they, I thought they did a really good job with that one. Um, Tide, this is two years in a row. Tide for me has stole the Super Bowl two years in a row. Oh, no doubt. Last year, they they kept coming in with stuff. Yeah, fire all last year, and again they continued it this year. I thought Tide did a really good job with their commercials. I wonder um, how much they they paid to have their ad in somebody else's ad. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes, it does. Because it's $11, $11 million for a 30-second ad. Well, this year was five and a half for 30 seconds. Uh, $5.5 million for 30 seconds. Plus, they had they had stars in there, as I can't remember the guy's yeah. name. But, I mean, you know him as soon as you see him. Um, and so, um, but yeah, un- unbelievable how much these, these people paid for, oh, for spots in the Super crazy. Bowl. Crazy. Um, we talked about the Jason Momoa one. I love him just taking off body parts. You're like, what is happening right Everything now? I've heard, everybody says it was weird. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It's hilarious. The first, I had to w- go back and watch some of these because to be honest with you, I was playing cards uh, during the Super Bowl and I wasn't really transfixed to the screen. Um, but the one that I did catch that we stopped and watched this commercial was the Cool Ranch commercial. Uh, with uh, the, the yeah, dance yeah. off yeah. and the guy's mustache like twirl yep, yep. <laughs> was that was great um, and then I did I did see the Post Malone one as well I didn't see those during the actual Super Bowl I saw all of those on Facebook like the week before oh okay but they were hilarious yeah absolutely hilarious yeah uh, I, I love he's rich he can have both and then he gets done he's like do you have pretzels do you have any pretzels this, this yeah. shop destroyed <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, and then movie trailers. Like we always look for movie trailers. I feel like a lot of these movies uh, decided not to put a bunch of their trailers in because a lot of them only use 30 seconds. Yeah. And some of them even were shorter than that. I felt uh, they didn't want to put in uh, the money to, to do their trailer. And I don't blame them with YouTube being what it is nowadays yeah. and social media being yeah. what it is nowadays. I don't blame them. Um, but the one that did a full length trailer, the full thing, like the theatrical, like uh, when I went and saw birds of prey, it was the same trailer for Mulan as, as it was during the Super Bowl, huh. And it's a three minute trailer. Um, uh, and, uh, we talked a lot last week It's a $300 million budget. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. (laughs) There's $15 million just for one, one day at the Super Bowl. So, uh, that made sense. Um, did any of these stick out to you, uh, that, that from the Super Bowl, did anything like grab your attention as far as entertainment movies go from the Super Bowl? Not really. Yeah. Um, None really stuck out to me. There, there was one scene the 007 trailer, they they drop out of this plane, but they're in a plane. Oh, and then the and wings, the wings pop out. open. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. And then the other one that uh, kind of did it for me was the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Um, which they didn't do like one trailer uh, for one show. They did a trailer for like all their upcoming Marvel shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so to see. Um, some images from uh, the Scarlet Witch TV show yep. that's coming out. Um, and then to see, uh, man, to see Falcon messing around with Cap Shield and to know that that's what we're going to get. Yep. That was cool. And, and they didn't really show much of Loki. It was just like one kind of scene type deal with him. But Disney Plus has kind of up, up updated their um, uh, or, or pushed forward a lot of their stuff coming out so that they can hold on to these sub- subscribers that they've got. Well, they'd have to. Like we were talking the other, what was it the other day? We were talking about the the Mandalorian. Yeah. And originally, it was supposed to be a two year wait, one coming out until twenty twenty one. Yeah. But now they've upped it, and it's coming out in October, October. of twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. And did you see what um, Bob Iger said, who runs Disney and all that stuff? What uh, he what said he about said? it. He said um, that they're excited about season two, and what they're going to try to do is uh, put characters in that that they can spin out spin off other shows because TV is going to be their priority right now. I don't so, know how I feel about that. Don't mess with it. Like the Mandalorian right, right. is almost near perfect right. in my mind. Don't mess with it. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with you a hundred percent that it makes me worried a little bit. Like it's just something you don't have to say. It's going to feel if, forced. They're going to force characters in. Right. If you put characters in and they pop, cool. Do your spinoff. Yeah. But don't like set yourself up. That's like, um, Power Rangers came out and we're like, we've got five movies planned and they did yeah. one movie at tanked. And then we haven't seen those movies yeah. because you're, you're planning to fail by saying we've planned out all this stuff, you know? So it makes me a little bit nervous for Mandalorian season two, but I mean, I'm going to watch no matter what. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I'm not that nervous. <laughs> so, but then we're getting, um, I think, uh, um, Falcon and winter soldier is in August. Um, so I'll go see that. So, that should be cool. And I, and I yeah. think we also get the Scarlet Witch thing this year too. And then Loki, I think is early 2021. Yeah. But um, that should be some really cool stuff from uh, Disney Plus and uh, some, some pretty cool things there. 
um, that we saw during the Super Bowl. Well, listen, let us know what you think. What did you think about the Super Bowl? What did you think about the game? It was a great game. We didn't even talk about the game because we're out of time, but it was a great game. It was a little boring until the fourth. <laughs> yeah. The fourth, it picked up. Yeah. And, and Kansas City did what, what they did all postseason what they've long. Done, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they put, went on a running, they went on a, 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 a little spree. A run there. Yeah. Um, can I, quick story. We're way over time, but quick story. Um, I was in a pool for points. Um, and so yeah. I was winning, uh, with 60, I was winning $65 and, nice. uh, the, the chiefs had just scored their touchdown to go up. There's, I don't know, four minutes left in the game, three yeah. minutes left in the game. They got the ball back and all I got to do is run, run the clock out Yeah. and they hand the ball off. The guy runs, finds a seam, gets in the end zone. I lose $65 <laughs> just like that for no reason, for no reason. Will. Because they wanted to be greedy because with the points. I was like, go down, just take a knee, take a knee, take a knee. <laughs> he didn't take a knee. He went right in that yeah. end zone. And, uh, Maybe and, for points. <laughs> and so someone on the chiefs, uh, who listens to this, you owe me $65. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You don't really, but, uh, but that was funny. But, uh, what'd you think about the game? What'd you think about the commercials? What'd you think about the trailers during the game? Which one stuck out to you the most? Um, so many trailers, minions, black widow, fast nine, invisible man, SpongeBob, the movie, which I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, Sonic the hedgehog, which apparently comes out next week, which I didn't know that. Hey, either. you want a fun fact about Sonic? Yeah. Let's see What's it. his real name? Do you know what his real name is? I thought it was Sonic. It's not. Oh. It's Maurice Ogilvy Hedgehog. What? Yeah. Maurice Ogilvy Hedgehog. Man, you should have saved that for next week's uh, mind-blowing tidbit. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where my brain is right now. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. That's crazy. Uh, Quiet Place 2. Um, I love some of their flashback scenes um, in that trailer. But what was your favorite? What was your favorite commercial? What was your favorite part of the Super Bowl? Did you like the halftime show? Did you not like the halftime show? Um, hit us up on Twitter at WeAreYouPod. Um, all spelt out, or email us at weareupod at gmail.com. Um, what do you want us to talk about? We're going into uh, this next week, uh, starting February 10th. Uh, what's going on out there? What's going on in music, movies? Is there something we need to listen to? Is there something we need to watch? Is there something we need to talk about in the world, uh, in the world of pop culture? Uh, send us an email. And we'll read your name uh, on the air here. Um, we'll talk about your topic, and uh, we'd love to have you help us produce the show. Absolutely. Um, well, that being said, thank you so much for listening to episode number two of the We Are You podcast. Um, I am your host, JJ, joined by Wills Brunson every single week. Episodes drop Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to jump up in the charts a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and then let us know what you think. What what do you hate the episode? Do you love the episode? Does it sound bad? Does it sound great? Uh, be fairly positive though with us. Absolutely, be fairly positive. Please don't yell into the void because we might not read those emails or those tweets. <laughs> so, um, but thanks so much for listening. We look forward to uh, to uh, talking to you guys again next week. We do hope that you have a great week. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later.